Leader for good. Let's talk mission, meaning and making a difference. Welcome to another episode of the Leader for Good podcast. And this is actually a special episode because it's kind of the last episode, maybe. So over the last week or so, I've come to the conclusion that it's time for me to take an indefinite pause. And ironically, I had that realization after last week's episode about how to create a schedule that really works for you. And, you know, it was after midnight, I'd worked on getting getting this up and I'd realized, you know, this, is, this schedule is actually not working for me. And isn't it funny how we often teach the very thing that we need to learn? And I'd been wondering for a while, you know, if, um, if this was working well for me. And I came to the realization that it makes more sense for me to focus my efforts on other modes of expression at this point. And I, I think podcasts, it's a lovely medium, you know, like I'm, it's, it's so connected in many ways. And yet I haven't really given it the time and energy that it truly deserves. And so as I looked at the different, different ways in which I could express myself, video, podcast, articles, and so on and so forth, I realized that writing is just so much closer to my heart and it's sort of like a natural way for me to express myself and that's not saying that I'll never get back to podcasting it's just saying that at this point it does not seem you know fair either to me as the person creating it or to you as the listener to have some something that's a bit half-baked that I'm not giving my full energy and attention to and I don't think that's really fair towards you I think you deserve more than that and so if you would like to see my content, you know, content that's in my natural element where I feel confident in its quality, please join my newsletter. And you can do that at leaderforgood.com and you will receive, you know, my articles and so on and so forth. And you can also follow me on Medium, for instance, and I'll leave that link in the show notes. All right. And now I would like to jump into um, an exploration about quitting and when to quit, why to quit, and so on and so forth. So let's begin with the question of quitting in general. Now, in our culture, quitting is often seen as something very negative. You know, we're told, don't be a quitter. And I think often that's so true. We need to push through discomfort. We need to persist we need to persevere because often it really takes a long time to gain a reward and I was writing an article this week about this and it's you know I'll, I'll link it in the show note when it comes out it's not yet out and Mike Tyson said something along the lines boxer Mike Tyson uh, champions don't quit and I think there's truth in that right People who've accomplished stuff have accomplished it because they haven't quit. And yet, sometimes not quitting is the worst thing in the world you can do. And in the article that I wrote about this, I gave two examples of two people. Now, the first person 
is someone that I'm pretty sure you know, and it's Muhammad Ali, you know, the beloved boxing legend and activist. And, you know, by the age of 38 or so, he had accomplished everything. Gold medals, heavyweight championships, he'd even won against his own government in front of the Supreme Court, you know, when he was a conscientious objector to the Vietnam War. So he had nothing to prove to anyone. And he had retired and he came out of retirement and fought in 1980. And he fought against a man who was eight years younger than him. And it turned out to be a disaster. And Sylvester Stallone, who attended the fight live, described it as like an autopsy, like seeing an autopsy performed on a man who's still alive. And somebody like Ali, who is so amazing, you know, so wonderful, it, it hurt, hurts kind of like more to see that than, you know, like it, it would hurt in general. So it's sort of like interesting to see how sometimes this idea of not quitting can actually be harmful. And in my article, I contrasted the example of Muhammad Ali to another, um, you know, very famous sports figure. And depending on your cultural background, you might not know this person, but I'm talking about Philip Lahm, who uh, used to be the national captain for the German national team in soccer. And, you know, he's often seen as one of the world's best defenders. Now, in 2014, Germany won the World Cup. You know, I personally remember that quite fondly, being German myself. And after that, Lam immediately announced that he was retiring from international football or soccer for, for, for the Americans out there. And that's really interesting because he left while things were going so very well. He left, you know, on a high note. And while I have, you know, a ton more admiration for Ali, or not that I don't have admiration for Lam, it's just more, you know, like I, I think he's he's a great athlete versus with Muhammad Ali, I think he's a great athlete and I also just really admire him as, as a person and as a human and in many, many ways. Um, it's interesting to see how, they took such a different approach. And in a way that makes sense, you know, like they're different generations. They had very different life experiences. Muhammad Ali as a black American um, who was born in the 1940s, that was probably a very, very, very different upbringing than somebody who never had to deal with racism. And to me, it seemed like Ali was, you know, um, fire and passion and all that versus Lam was sort of like more methodical. But it also had me thinking about, you know, are there any cultural aspects to that? As you know, I'm German and I'm living in the U.S., so I kind of know both cultures to some extent. And I thought it was interesting that one person was an American athlete, the other a German one. And it's, it reminded me of the saying that we have in German culture. It roughly translates to, you should leave the party when it's best. In other words like when it's in full swing, when it's at a peak, when, it, you know, like you, you basically leave on a high note. And of course, not, not everybody does that. Um, 
but sometimes you know you you would be um you would be celebrating and people would come up and say hey we're leaving you know hey you should you should you should be leaving on a high note so people actually say that people actually use that saying in germany and um and i find that interesting because there's a way where of of sort of like knowing when enough is enough and you know not trying to squeeze every last drop out of something and that's to me you know like a, a realization that i got from from this from this german saying now just to be specific uh, just to be very clear that's not what's happening with my podcast right i mean i'm i'm not really leaving on a high note or after re reaching some mythical peak um, to me, I'm, I'm leaving because I want to focus on some other areas where I think my energy is better spent. So in a way, I'm basically making a decision based on efficiency, which is a total, totally German thing to do as well, right? Where it's like, you know, I could, I could write an article. And, um, and I think that's sort of like more me than podcasting, at least at this point. Um, although I, I might be curious in like really diving into this medium at some point in the future. So anyway, I'm, I'm not leaving on a high note, but I'm leaving because I'm noticing that it's not going to get any better, at least with the amount of time and effort I'm currently willing to put into it. So my takeaway from this is that when is a good time to quit? Well, a good time to quit is, number one, when it can't get any better, because it's already so good. And that's sort of like the Philip Lahm example, you know, the soccer player who retired right after becoming a world champion. And it was such a good decision because uh, the next world championship, if you recall, Germany got demolished. And if he had stayed around, he would not have been able to leave on a high note. And the other time when I think it's good to quit is if you see it can't get any better, you know, just because... There's not that potential there. And that's basically my, my podcast example at the moment. And, um, and I think in that situation, it doesn't necessarily make sense to pour a lot more time and energy into it, but to instead regroup and refocus. And um, I really hope that, you know, that doesn't feel, come across weird, because like, I really appreciate that you've been listening to this. And, uh, as, and I really appreciate you know, like appreciate your attention to this. So I wanted to make a goodbye episode where I explain my reasoning. And again, you know, like I'm not going anywhere. I have a ton of content. It's just not in podcast format. Also, I think there is a lesson and a way in which this connects to what I'm doing as somebody who helps people do what they love, you know, and, and get paid for it. And that lesson is this. If you spend time on something that you're not that passionate about, you're not really on a path to creating work that you love. So for some reason, I've never been that passionate about the podcast. And I think in part, it's also because I didn't give myself, you know, the space to be passionate about it. It's almost like maybe I need to step away and then come back to it, refreshed and actively decide, hey, I'm going to do this, right? And... When you're trying to create what I call your passion path, you know, um, 
where you work on doing what you love and getting paid for it. You have to take chances and, you know, it's really important to try different things. So me stepping away from this is actually an experiment. And I want to see if I have more time to focus on my writing and also on, on courses, if that's going to feel more congruent. And here's the thing, you'll never know what you love and what you want until you try. And sometimes, you know, you need to step away and come back. So it's really important to remain flexible and un unattached to an outcome. And yeah, so this is what I'm wanting to do here. And I hope that by stepping away, I can also provide an example for you where you see, oh, other areas in your life where you would like to step away, areas in your life that don't feel really congruent. Okay, so we've reached the end of this episode and perhaps the end of this podcast. Um, again, please, please, please um, stay connected with me if you like. You can sign up for my newsletter at leaderforgood.com. Uh, you can follow me on Medium and I would really love to remain connected to you. And also, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast um, in case my indefinite pause that I'm taking turns out to be a lot shorter than, um, than I think at the moment. All right. Bye now. As always, you can get the show notes for this episode at leaderforgood.com forward slash podcast.